Hello, and welcome to Dumpster Dive, the podcast where we dive into questionable movies that we have either seen in the past or been suggested to take a look at. This week, we were suggested to watch Tombstone from, what was it, 1993, I think? That's right. Uh, Starring Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth, and a guest appearance by Charlton Heston. Mm. And um, the movie. Here is always <laughs> with my co-host, Big Joey BK. What's up, Joe? How you doing, Davey? How you surviving the heat out there, man? Legitimately, I am sweating a lot right now. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like my for hands, the movie. my it's hands a, are. It was, it was a hot desert movie, so you're good to go, man. My hands are actually clammy <laughs> and disgusting right now. Uh, and we have as our guest, and also the person who suggested this movie, Daniel Stewart, on the line. What's up, Daniel? Yeah, how's it going, fellas? Good to have you, buddy. Yeah, pumped. That's awesome, man. Daniel is one of the only people who has told me that he's actually listened to every one of our podcasts that we've done so far. That's right. So Uh, if you also have listened to every one of our podcasts, (laughs) you can host. (laughs) You're allowed. (laughs) Just hit us up. I get some VIP access. You guys send me a T-shirt or something. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We'll dig into we'll, we'll dig shout into out one of the boxes. embarrassing stories and details about you from here on out. Don't worry. <laughs> what are you? Are you a large? Are you, should I hop into the large box or which yeah, which size are you? T-shirt. Whatever you haven't worn in a while, Davey, I'll take it. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, if you want any merchandise, Davey has a show-worn Larry Hughes jersey that he's wearing right now, and it is hot over there. <laughs> <laughs> Get a great, great uh, spree on the Warriors, man. Don't sleep on that. Right. So uh, I think that we all have slightly different opinions on this movie. I know, Daniel, you suggested it because you thought it was terrible. I, yeah, really just did not like the movie. <laughs> and I'm riding in your camp, but Joey's watching it a couple hours ago, and it sounds like, Joey, you really liked it. I thought it was a genius Western. Oh, my. <laughs> Historically <God>. accurate. <laughs> And honestly, I was just, I thought, you know, I could take or leave Kurt Russell. Obviously, I prefer him in, uh, you know, some of his other roles. But Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, and Powers Booth are about as big fucking murderer's row as you could get in this movie. So (laughs) I was blown away. Man, I don't know. I think it might be Kurt Russell's best performance, Joe. I'm going to have to disagree with you even more on this movie. Wow. Big triple <laughs> little China just never happened or what? What are we talking about? <laughs> I've never watched a movie with Kurt Russell and felt like I could take or leave him. And to me, that was a huge problem. I would also knock him out probably. I didn't think he was great in it, and I love Kurt Russell. So <laughs> what, what was your favorite uh, scene with Kurt Russell in it, Daniel? Oh, I mean, every time he's just, the camera just zooms in on his face, and he's just that mustache, <laughs> he just doesn't have to say anything, because just, you know, his silence is what is what you take away from it. He's so hard to take seriously with that mustache. It is way wider than his face. It's <laughs> yeah. very large. Um, well, we should set it up before we get too deep into the facial hair minutia. So, <laughs> Tombstone is the story of uh, the brothers Earp showing up in Tombstone, Arizona, trying to make a little money. Wyatt Earp's already a famous lawman from, we're not sure how, Davey will get into that historical background later. (laughs) But uh, when they show up, there's a gang in town called the Cowboys that wears red. 
Real original. Real original. It's 1993. This movie's made in L.A. Take whatever parables you want. Daniel, read into it how you like. Um, it's deeper than you think. Yeah, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, they try to bring law to this town. Really, they're just trying to make a buck. And, unfortunately, just a lot of moral high ground and a lot of belief in America and everything else leads them into a gunfight for their life at the OK Corral. Yeah. So... Let me just say, where I will agree with you guys is, boy, did that fucking love story suck. And oh. I think that's where we should get to, because I, I think Westerns are not, they're not famous for their acting. It's not that important. It's, it's about, like, I, I heard someone explain it to me, and it kind of ruined Westerns for me, but they're like, Westerns are basically just regular movies, but then you add in about 25 minutes of riding on a horse in the middle. <laughs> And yeah. it adds this amazing gravitas and everything. Really, it's just a regular movie with a lot of horse riding. <laughs> this one didn't even have that much horse riding. There was some fun fights, but goddamn the fucking love story that was so unnecessary. Dude, they tried to romanticize him cheating on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to be fair, she was hey, either really, high grounds, she was either really <laughs> sick or a morphine addict. And I'd cheat on either one of those. <laughs> just joking. Morphine addicts are tight. She also received like an absolute wet blanket, which, you know, is not going to play in the wild, wild west. Dude, well, you know, it's funny you're talking about the horseback riding kind of like being this filler in most movies. Because I felt like in this movie, it really was not much of a filler. Like, a huge part of how Kurt and his romantic interest became involved was just five minutes of horseback riding through the meadows and down yeah. hills. And I mean, that was... That was probably the grossest scene I've seen in a movie in months. Oh, it's terrible. And like who wears that shit out on a bike on a on a horseback ride? <laughs> She's all dressed up all proper and his shirt is just just so white. No no dirt. Ever, no anywhere. dirt. <laughs> and uh, but do you think do you think that uh Braveheart had to pay royalties on their horseback riding through the the wilderness meet cute cuz Ooh. Felt very ripped from the headlines of this movie, <laughs> which came out two years earlier. I'm just saying, this is like, this is a foundational text in American cinema. So come at me, guys. <laughs> it was, just, so for me, it was yeah. My biggest issue with that love story was like, maybe maybe it's the same thing. You guys had just a larger issue with the movie. I never buy Kurt Russell as a badass in this film and for it to work he needs to be like the biggest badass in the world i think that yeah. that was my real issue and it's like this chick is staring across the bar dave you met this in our pre-podcast research sesh mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this chick is staring across the bar she just showed up in town as a traveling singer and she stares right across the bar at kurt russell and val kilmer standing next to each other at a bar and I'm just like, oh, just clearly staring at Val Kilmer. Yeah. No, I, I know I was. I know I was. <laughs> of course you were. He's magnetic. He's beautiful. Those red eyes? Come on. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the this That's idea crazy. that he's, like, the baddest dude in the West is just not not quite earned. No, and they talk about his background and how he's supposed to be this, like, famous lawman, peacekeeper, whatever. Police officer, yeah. But he says he's only killed one guy. Yeah, that's that's that what we were talking about too. <laughs> absurd. And then at the end of the movie, he just goes on to kill like thirty people. <laughs> yeah, he starts his own genocide by the end of the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Clinton, 
You called down the thunder. Well, now you've got it. You see that? It says United States Marshal. What? Please don't kill me. Please. Please. Take a good look at him, Mike. Because that's how you're going to end up. The Cowboys are finished. You understand me? I see a red sash. I killed a man wearing it. So run, you cur. Uh, run! Tell all the other curs the lie's coming. You tell them I'm coming. And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me. It's without remorse, either. Yeah, it was one of the things I was thinking about in this movie is like, it feels like a lot of it is made so that people who actually know about history will watch it and be like, glad they included that scene or glad they included that character. And like, that's like when he's horseback riding with the beautiful girl, she goes, all I want to do in my life is just yeah. venture from one city to the next and have fun and go on amazing adventures and, of course, in real life, what happens is he leaves his wife, who's sick, joins this girl, and they go from one city to the next and go on a bunch of amazing adventures. And get room service, I'm sure. And get room service, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. And so they include that. And, like, there's he was famously a handsome dude who was, like, way bigger than most guys at the time. But Kurt Russell's, like, 5'8", maybe. Yeah, he's way smaller. <laughs> like, there's so many scenes where he's getting tough on guys, like that poker dealer. And the guy is like like easily six inches taller than him, Billy Bob Thornton, man. Was that Billy oh Bob? Oh my god! Yeah. I heard that voice and I was like, "This can't be. Yeah. This is too good to be true." Wow. Great and call then outs, he, dude. It's just coming out. Yeah, it's coming out throughout the scene. You hear him talking. You're like, "Holy fuck!" And then you see him. And I had to like pause, rewind, watch it again. It's like kind of a Billy Bob face. is pudgy in this yeah. scene. Yeah, it's like free coke, <laughs> Billy Bob. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and so they're always having these scenes where it's like Kurt Russell's this really tough guy, this handsome, tough guy, and he's the most clown-looking character in the whole movie (laughs) and is not really that tough. Like, he's not even playing tough Kurt Russell, really. No, he's been way better in other movies. He's still handsome, though, guys. Come on. He's he's good-looking. That mustache is gigantic, and it is (laughs) well-groomed. Yeah. Well, you were He's more handsome Stu... than Bill Paxson, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. Wow. <laughs> R.I.P., guys, come on. That's true, good point. Too. <laughs> hey, still, just being honest. What you were saying about him like not even being a big deal is the end of this movie, when the OK Corral takes place, was kind of what he was famous for. So it doesn't right. really make sense that everybody knows about him when he first shows up in town. He was yeah. just like another police officer prior to that. So how have they heard about him too? It's like, <laughs> yeah, everybody's talking about him on the news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So one of my favorite movies is uh, Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, and it's this like late Jesse James life movie that Brad Pitt's Jesse James. You know, he's doing his last train robbery. He's kind of like old, getting ready to retire, and ends up obviously. As the title tells you, getting killed by a coward. Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) But it does a really good job of dealing with, like, how this dude was famous because there was, like, comic books written about him in the Old West. And then all these people expect him to be this guy. And he's just, like, some fucking asshole criminal who's, like, you know, likes robbing people and is kind of immoral. And I feel like they didn't set up, like, 
it would have been interesting to have Wyatt Earp be famous, which I'm guessing was famous for the same reason, but maybe only after the OK Corral. But set up like this dude has like a crazy rep, but actually he's a five foot eight dude with a funny mustache. He's never <laughs> killed anybody, you know, yeah. like because like, he's just taking on some true murderers. Like that would be a great yeah. story of like this guy's only killed one person trying to deal with these fucking like nuts. Right. Yeah. That's one of my biggest beefs with this movie is just the character development is just not there. No. <laughs> just, we're just expected to believe these things, and they make decisions based off of nothing. <laughs> we're supposed to know the whole story beforehand, I think. It's, it it's one of those like, kind of buy-offs, which is tough. It kind of feels like, like his brothers and their wives are just these ghost characters in this movie. <laughs> that the wives are my favorite, dude. <laughs> The only purpose that they serve is just for it to fit in the history books. Yeah. Both his brothers are worthless. I guess, uh, what's his name? Sam Elliott has Virgil. some sort of personality to him right? near the end, but not even that much. And the moment that he bucks up, he gets shot on the arm and hauled off. Yeah. And then he just leaves with all the wives. <laughs> He's so, going to really knock them all out. So historically <laughs> yeah. speaking... I'm guessing this was this was the first time I realized it was going to be a little bit of like a historical fact Mad Lib of a movie. They were standing at the train station getting ready to go to uh, Tombstone, mm-hmm. and they turn around and they're again. Oh my god! Dust I have this written down. Here. I have this. There's a down. window with a perfectly clean reflection of all of them standing there. And oh yeah. And they're just posed, and they're about to move, and Kurt Russell goes. No, no, stay here a little longer. Yeah. And then all of the wives go, we could be sisters. <laughs> yes. And it fits, it makes no sense in any of the movie. It doesn't make, like, <laughs> why are they standing there? What's going on? And I'm guessing that photo must have either been drawn or be a photo that we're supposed to know. To know, yeah. Yeah, otherwise or, there's like, no reason to have that in the <laughs> Or they're movie. famous for being sisters. Like, I didn't get the sister reference either. We never see the women, like, interacting again after that. No, they have one social scene, and it's two, the two other wives chumming it up, and the other wife just sitting there passing out in the chair from Pass. all the morphine she's been drinking. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. She's a class act. <laughs> hey, question what for you guys. Did Wells Fargo really exist in that time period? I was just thinking that. Yeah, I think that's when it started. It was uh, for making money orders and crazy. Oh, maybe they did uh, mail. They must have been. Because, you know, on, like, the cards, they always have, like, the horse-strong carriage people. Yeah. They must have been, like, they must be so happy in Western movies to be one of the only companies that can get sponsorship in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, throw Wells Fargo in your town. Chase has been trying to like (laughs) shoehorn their way into westerns for years. (laughs) Wells Fargo's Fargo's got a monopoly on the western. Wells Fargo literally bids against no one for these product placements. Let's just get in there. Yeah, Uh, that's another thing that bums me out. Is Deadwood? Your dad, Davey, actually is the reason I've ever watched Deadwood, and I'm like, fucking love that show. So good, but it it does such a good job again of like the like ins and outs of these towns and this movie so so felt like there was just one set you know that like you couldn't even yeah. go inside the buildings and they were all <laughs> it's standing just that one street. casino that they owned yeah <laughs> right yeah. And that's we should also give a little bit of storyline of this movie i guess leading up to the just executions at the end wow people <laughs> don't know the whole story before coming in yeah <laughs> but, like basically they ride into town 
thinking that it's going to be their next gold mine. And the way that they silver. make money as, yeah, 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 more literally silver. <laughs> yeah. and, and the way that they, it's like you, they don't actually have a plan, it seems like, when they get into town. And their entire plan works out because Kurt Russell walks into the most questionable bar in the city. There, yeah. ha- there happens to be one dealer, Billy Bob Thornton, who's a piece of shit. And he stands up to him and it's like, guess that was the plan the whole time. Now yeah, we're all I guess we're good money. now. Now we're rich. And why Why did that but, dealer... Davey, didn't you say, like, historically, that's kind of what he did? Yeah. But... And, like, he's like a... He's kind of a traveling lawman where he'll just, like, bring some legitimacy to situations. And yeah. it's, like, down to, like, pistol whip people with, like, no questions asked. Just, like, right to a pistol whip. Yeah. And then, like... Kind of, but is that really, like... Get as far away from that life as possible. Was, was that what his two brothers and their two wives were staking their whole future on? Was, like, you know, we get to a town and don't worry. Why it'll just go kick Why some dealer it. out and he'll take over. Everything's fine. And God damn it, Junior, how many times am I going to have to tell you to keep that damn cigar out of my face? Huh? Christ almighty, it's like I'm sitting here playing cards with my brother's kids or something. You nerve-wracking sons of bitches. Something on your mind? Just want to let you know you're sitting in my chair. <laughs> Is that a fact? Yeah, it's a fact. Well, for a man that don't go healed, you run your mouth kind of reckless, don't you? No need to go healed to get the bulge on a tub like you. Is that a fact? Mm. That's a fact. Well, I'm real scared. Damn right you're scared. I can see that in your eyes. All right, now go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Listen, mister, I'm getting awful tired of your... I'm getting tired of your gas. Now jerk that pistol and go to work. <clears throat> I said throw down, boy. Why did that casino have such a bad dealer? They're like, you know, we used to be... How the... did you... Yeah, how did he get the yeah. job? They're like, we used to be the talk of the town, and now this guy is here. Wait, he worked there? He was the dealer. Yeah, he was the dealer. That's why nobody I didn't would come in. That. And that's I why Kurt he was like Russell, a really shitty like patron who just like fought everybody. No, like not only were they bummed that this guy was in there, they actually hired him. They were paying him too. <laughs> yeah, they were paying. Him. <laughs> that was the worst part. Is that then every day that he ruined their business, they had to pay him his daily salary. <laughs> yeah, but Wyatt respects the owner of the place so much. He's only going to take twenty five percent of the house when it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they could have played up this Wyatt Earp as kind of a piece of shit storyline. It would have been fun. Because he, like, yeah. he's the mob, basically, right? He comes into a town. He yeah. takes little, he takes everyone's, like, land when they're gambling. He, like, takes a percentage of the house from this, yeah. you know, for protection. Doesn't listen to the sheriff at all. Nope. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and so did Doc Holliday. So Doc Holliday's his best friend, also the other probably most famous person in this movie. Did he never gamble at the table that Wyatt Earp was dealing at? That's a good question. Because he would just win hand after hand, and he was always sitting at a table in their bar, but it was never conveniently the table that Kurt Russell was the dealer at. Well, that would be, I mean, 
I think he was supposed to have cheated, right? Yeah. Well, if you read about Doc Holliday, he's not famously a cheater. He's famously just a really good poker player. I mean, it felt to me like he was cheating, and it felt like that girl was part of it. (laughs) Yeah, because he won. There's a scene where he runs 12 hands in a row, and it strikes me that we never saw a fold in any of these hands. So (laughs) this guy just happened to be dealt a better hand 12 times in a row. What a confusing character and storyline. I couldn't understand a single word that he said in the first half of the movie. And and he had this girlfriend who loved him. And the moment that she found out he was sick, she was like, let's make you just sicker and worse. Was she trying to take his money or what? I think she just liked the fast lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. She liked his riskiness. Just, yeah. Just making a lot of money moving from town to town. Okay, but this is this is where my argument that this movie is good starts. <laughs> and ends. This is where it starts. ends, really. Yeah. Starts you got one ends. point. You got one point. Val Kilmer was fucking great. Unbelievable. I thought he was an actually good actor in this movie, and I thought that that's where, like, this movie I thought was elevated to, like, an actually fine Western. Because Westerns are, <laughs> you think they're going to be fast, but they're actually really slow. And, like, like they feel like action movies, but actually they're, like, the slowest possible movies you could get. And there are scenes with Val Kilmer, like, hammered in the bar. There are some, like, truly great scenes in this movie. Like, you felt like the scene where he was spinning the cup was maybe one of the best scenes in the history yeah, of Western. Great. I, I mean, thought it was great. I personally... I thought it was fucking great. I thought him playing Chopin and bitching uh, at that guy, I thought that was funny. I thought I think there was just, like... They had, this is the one character they spent any time like uh, building a backstory for, and he seemed like smart and interesting. Just some of the best lines too, you know. <laughs> Walking up to the duels, I couldn't understand a word he said. Either. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> but I love I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. Well, uh, God, none of us can agree on anything. Headlines. None of us can agree on anything because I thought he was the worst character in the whole movie. <laughs> He just I couldn't understand a single word he said. All he had to do was just sit there and quote like Shakespeare the whole time. <laughs> and then his one like that scene where he's spinning the cup after the dude spins the gun at him and everybody's like, Oh, he's equally badass. It's like, no, he's he's not. He didn't spin a gun and it didn't look as cool. That was but, pretty badass though, because the guy making was fun of him. gun at him. Yeah, it's like yeah. the it's kind of a different take on the Indiana Jones. The guy does the whole kung fu move and then he shoots him. You know, this I'd is say like... it's a substantially different take on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a way different. Yeah. No, it's like one guy's trying to like show out, and then you just like, <laughs> like fuck you, man. I don't know. Let's get to uh, the straight Deadwood comps, though. How good was uh, our man? What's his name in Deadwood? Cy Powers, Powers Booth. That guy's a good oh. villain. I was watching yeah. it, and I, c- I couldn't get a read on him at all. <laughs> was, was he? Was he Billy? Is that who it was? Yeah, he was Billy. No, oh yeah, Curly. Yeah, he's Curly Bill. He was not great. John, Johnny Ringo. Johnny Ringo, I could literally, what a waste of a character. That yeah, was a not great. Throwback. Yeah, well, for being this guy who everybody talked about how skilled he was, he was the other most skilled guy. We, I don't think we saw him shoot more than one gun. No. 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 Also, were you guys ever, like, threatened by the, the bad guys in this movie? You know? I just couldn't really get a read for the, the whole... Uh, County politics. Yeah. It's a good the point. Was... There weren't really villains. I mean, the cowboys were the bad guys, but no one was like that threatening. Wider, huh? 
Heard of you. Listen now, Mr. Kansas Law Dog. Law don't go around here. Savvy? I'm retired. Good. <laughs> that's real good. Yes. Yeah, that's real good, Law Dog, because Law just don't go around here. Yeah, I heard you the first time. Winner to the king, $500. <laughs> Shut up, I. Right? <laughs> you must be Doc Holliday. <coughs> That's the rumor. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Yeah, you look it. Uh, you must be Ringo. Yeah, no, not at all. A gang that was wreaking havoc, but then the sheriff was clearly like bad as well. Well, and he, then Wyatt Earp, we're not sure. I guess he's good because we know his name, and he's, like, the protagonist. But, like, he shows up and takes, like, a protection thing from this casino and then is just kind of murdering people <laughs> all the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> Your first, like, the first scene that I felt was very villainous was when Powers Booth goes out in the middle of the road and is just shooting his gun off when he's super fucked from the opium den. Yeah, and just starts blasting random people, but it's like he's high on opium for the rest of the movie because he has no aim with his guns. No, like people no. be running by him and they'd be two feet away from him and he pointed right at him and shoot, and they just keep on going, no problem. Yeah, and then you know there's that scene later, and we'll get into more detail. But during the big fight scene, where Kurt Russell comes out in the water and is walking towards him. And he's sitting, no! <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there blasted bullets left and right, and they're just hitting the water, and literally Kurt Russell's two feet away from him. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden, right after he kills him, they all have incredible aim. Yeah. It's just one-shot kills. Well, at any convenient of- time, they all had incredible aim. It was just when we needed our heroes to survive. <laughs> it's yeah. also weird because all of these people in the cowboy gang are literally in the gang because they're famous for being the best shots in the West. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and no makes a it, fucking target. Makes it extra hard to believe that. I mean, to be fair, shooting a handgun, apparently incredibly difficult. It's pretty yeah, hard. It seems yeah. like a weird movie to do that in when people are hitting people from across the, the creek yeah. all over the place until that moment. Just from the hip, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think where I will ride with you guys on this movie... I think there is definitely a missed opportunity movie. And apparently there was a script that was three hours long. Oh, well, this movie was only about two and a half hours. So I do feel like we missed it. It was like 2.15, I think. And the the original director was the screenwriter. He was fired. And Kurt Russell claims that he directed the rest of the movie. But because there's a director's guild in Hollywood and all this shit... They brought in this guy who did nothing because they just needed like a accredited director to finish a movie, mm. which is a it's weird union stuff. It's but that's that was his claim. So Kurt Russell claims he like started directing the movie halfway through. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> that would explain why it really got weird halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah. It really explains the scene where he's standing at the train thing and he goes, "No, no, no, don't move. Stay right here," because he's directing. Wow. but but i think what's crazy is this movie is a three-hour movie 
may have sucked, realistically. It may have been terrible, but I think, like... Yeah, to think what could have happened. No, some of those Western beats might have been helpful in this movie, where it's like, it could get a little weird, it could be slow, you could, like, see some weird shit in this town. We just didn't get any backstory of any character, because I think they must have just gone, like... Just play the hits. Let's get through this movie. Yeah, it just felt rushed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I got a question about the timeline. You know when Virgil is shot and they're all in there taking care of him? And no, his, sir. I don't know who his wife is. His wife's oh, his brother. It's Sam Elliott. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sam Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's wife is yelling at Kurt Russell to not talk to him right there. And then Morgan runs out of the room all, like, angsty and pissed off. So then he goes and just starts playing pool while these cowboys are out there looking for him, trying to kill him, and just gets shot in the back. Like, did that just happen in the same night? <laughs> same night, It's hard man. to know what happened there. <clears throat> I think... Like, what, what are you doing running out in the middle of the night with when there's some killers on the loose trying to kill you? And yeah, you that's... just go out and play some pool by yourself. Right, that's the big question is, like, <laughs> You have these guys who are out trying to kill you and your two brothers and another guy. And the one place that they know you'll be is at your own bar. Your hangout, yeah. <laughs> and you go there alone and start shooting pool. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of asking for it. Well, like, where are you, where are you really going to go? This town is pretty small. We only cool. see in the interior okay. two like, buildings. Stay, stay with your brothers? <laughs> yeah. Or stay, That's stay any other bar. Yeah. <laughs> Or don't go to a bar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you go to, go to the pool you shouldn't go the to the single most obvious place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that was just so frustrating. Okay, Corral, which is what well, we all know wider for. What well, we all know Kurt Russell for, really. Right. That yeah. scene was weird, kind of out of place. I, uh, That's the scene where the three of them go out with Doc Holliday, and he says, give Doc the shotgun. Right, and then yeah, they. Doc's a little sick. Doc's a little sick, but Doc. It's that spread. Let's be honest. The real hero of this movie, every scene was Doc Holliday. Right. Yeah, and the best actor. Yeah, he saves and... them every time. <laughs> yeah. Joey's favorite character. All of this. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so they say, give him the shotgun, and they go out there, and there's like the cowboys, and. Nobody wants to draw it first, and then everybody all of a sudden is shooting each other. Yeah, how does that all sort of happen? Well, well they they yell the guy. They start to draw their guns, and then who is it? Virgil just says hold, and the cowboys are like, oh, "Okay, yeah, cool. I won't draw my gun." <laughs> what are you gonna say? <laughs> right. What was what was confusing about this is I've heard I've totally heard of the standoff of the OK Corral. You know, that's like a famous moment I've heard yeah. of. Word of mouth, I know. Yeah, you know, it gets around. You remember <laughs> high school. <laughs> it makes me, like, kind of question how badass the Wild West was in general. If that's, like, the famous thing from it, because it's just, like, it's just three dudes shooting against, like, 12 dudes, you know? I Like, I've seen that in a movie one million times. Yeah. I was expecting something, like, crazier. Like, maybe it was, you know, they are going to fight, and then Wyatt Earp's like, no, nah, it's save everyone else let's just us two duel and he has like a sick gun move or some shit the fact that it was just three (laughs) brothers shooting against and a friend who are all pretty good shooting against like seven dudes and they kill some of them Mm -hmm. (laughs) seemed like a little anticlimactic i was also wondering like nobody none of the good guys take cover 
Ever. No. And how do they not... They can't, like, the... The geography of where they're standing cannot be accurate to the real situation. Because they just stand there and literally just at their hips are going, and none of them are getting hit. Eventually, Sam Elliott gets hit in the arm, right? Yeah. And but they kill four people who are all taking pretty legitimate cover. Yeah, and I understand that's a mystique about Wyatt Earp is that he never got shot, but. That doesn't make sense for all the other guys. <laughs> all his other friends got shot, you know? <laughs> He's a real, he, in real life, he was taking cover behind his buddies. Yes. Like, yeah. Stay right there, Doc. I'm getting behind you. <laughs> Doc, one day I'll write a book about you and hand it to you on your deathbed somehow. <laughs> that happened later in the movie. That's yeah. so fucking dumb. Perfectly yeah, that- published. Like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Just off. But I do think, again, this is another maybe weird over historicalizing this but this movie's like kind of famous for all the lines are like ripped from the headlines and like a lot of shit like they like took some time with this movie there's also a kevin costner movie that came out the next year i think and they're very called wyatt earp and they're very much like which of these are more accurate how do you take on this story like very very you know you have to get it right and i was talking to davey about this but like all of this history has to be fake and indulge like a motherfucker and crazy. Cause like at that, okay. Corral, there was like one person who probably could read and write. And it was wider, you know, like wider very much own this history. And the yeah. fact that like in his history, he's just like the baddest dude in town. <laughs> like it's yeah. pretty substantial. Well, what do they say? Uh, winners write history, right? <laughs> yeah. But like in the okay Corral situation, like, what the fuck happened there in reality? Like probably they like probably snuck up on some, died. or the probably they, like snuck up on some dudes who were like cleaning their horses, <laughs> feeding their horses, yeah. well, and just like murdered them in cold blood. You know, and that poor yeah. guy was super hungover, and they just were shooting at him. You know, that's not cool. That ain't cool. The, the the actually the amount of people who died is documented. I think it was just three of the cowboys and none of them. But I doubt that they like stepped up and just you know. It was a standoff in the middle of a field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no chance. And the fact that, like, in the historical record, which got into the movie, there's, like, a famous, like, coward who runs from the fight. Like, that's, right. like, Wyatt Earp taking some nice historical license or whoever wrote up the history. <laughs> like, hey, like, shit on this guy especially. He shot my brother. Like, he was a total pussy beforehand, I swear. It would have been awesome if, at, like, <laughs> one point, Wyatt Earp catches a bullet. He's like, no, it was written in all the history books. <laughs> he caught a bullet in the OK Corral. He's the one, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a weird time to be like, all right, most of the movies you make, let's take, like, let's build character, let's have complicated things, but, like, this one time, perfectly historically accurate <laughs> to the dude who wrote it. <laughs> it's insane. So I saw Joey when when I started watching this movie, I didn't know very much about Wyatt Earp, and you had said it was bad, Daniel. So I went in thinking we're about to have ourselves a world class Kurt Russell B movie, you know, like an Escape from New York, but in the in like the Southwest. And I was so pumped to have this cowboy movie that was cheesy, but it ended up like it took itself seriously the whole time, so <laughs> yeah. it wasn't as fun. But in that last 20 minutes, when it's just a murder spree, it starts to feel a little bit more like that Kurt Russell golden spot. 
<laughs> where there's just the most ridiculous shit happening and like yeah people riding on horses and sniping from underneath them and um him there's that scene that we were talking about earlier where he's undercover and he sees curly bill and goes to try and kill him and he's just going no 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 Oh, no. And just walks towards him, and there are just bullets flying in the water left and right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? No. What? No. What? What are you doing? Look at that. Yeah. Go get some, boy. such a Kurt Russell moment like it you know everybody's a perfect shot until our main character is wide open in the middle and no bullets are hitting him <laughs> yeah I also like how they're going through this massacre of the cowboys right and they're chasing after Ike that that one guy who keeps getting away yeah and he just he takes his scarf off and just drops it and Doc Holliday and Wyatt just shake hands on their horse like yep we got him that like, was we took the moral high ground on this one let's not kill that guy that was like my favorite <laughs> shot in the whole movie is them just going like 20 miles per hour on their horse and riding next to each other and having just a good firm oh incredible real bro love handshake <laughs> yeah that'd be but like, like high-fiving right your buddy thing. through the car while you're driving yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I've been listening close for this half hour or so, and I still haven't heard a single reason why this movie's bad, guys. What's going on? <laughs> you know, my challenge to the listeners is, if you think it sounds good, give it a watch. Yeah. See just, how just you make it, it through, because this is one of those movies that I was watching. I probably paused every 15 minutes to, like, wash my dishes or, like, um, you know, go go, like, stare at a wall for five minutes or something. Just because I couldn't convince myself to keep watching. Let's go through then. What's a first? I mean, what are you guys' favorite westerns? If this one didn't work for you, what do you prefer in a western? Oh man, favorite westerns. Well, The Wild Bunch is always a classic, right? Yeah. Uh, and I prefer anything with a little bit more of a villainous character. Like anything made about Wild Bill Hickok gets me going because he was just kind of a drunk piece of shit killing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I like that in a Western. I don't really like this good-hearted, jolly bullshit. Yeah, that more high ground stuff. Um, I always, I always want like- to like Westerns more and don't, don't love them as much. I was fucking like, I, again, Deadwood is my favorite TV show yeah. ever. Like, I fucking love Deadwood. I love Assassination of Jesse James. But there's this like. You think the- Cowboys and Aliens probably is next or? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a really interesting take on the genre, and I was impressed with that. How about, how about Wild Wild West? What about that one? Does that I actually work? do like Wild Wild West, man. Like, that, I like, love that, movie. that kind of presaged Burning Man in an impressive way. <laughs> so. Uh, okay, so I can tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly is probably my favorite now that I think about it. Because mm. that did Westerns kind of right. Like, it was slow, but when it hit, it hit really hard. Mm. I need to rewatch. I need to rewatch Westerns. I was... Like, my dad would, like, 
sit me down and make me watch these westerns. But they were like three and a half hours long and like slow as hell. Yeah. And just I I watched Lawrence of Arabia at the perfect time in my life and love it. And a lot of other older movies are like very difficult for me because I was shown them at like ten with no attention span, you know? So yeah. I figure right on that. So Parker Parker Welch is the one who told me to watch this movie, or we watched it one night, and he was like, oh, man, this is such a good Western movie. Like, I can't <laughs> wait for you to watch it. And we watched it, and the whole time I'm just looking at him like, really? <laughs> what, what did you get me into here, man? Like, I'm going to finish this movie, but, like, this is a waste of my time. And I think a lot of it is, like, when you watched it. So if I was a little kid watching this movie, I probably would have loved it. But the fact that I watched it, you know, within the last year, yeah. I just see all the flaws. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it's, it is a tough carryover genre. I mean, because when West, like the one of the first movies with what was it, sound, or I forget what that first movie was, was a western. It was like the Great Train Robbery or something like that. Yeah, that and, sounds right. And it was like a really famous movie, and it was a western. So it used to be a really popular genre. I just don't know if it carries over. Like, think yeah. about the good ones that have been made today that are really good. You have like True Grit, Django. Um, and Django, Django is like hardly. Django's not really like a true yeah. western. I would say like uh, No Country for Old Men is yeah. like closer to a western than Django. Like it takes like the slow build and all that shit. But like I yeah. love, I love like new takes on western. It's just hard for me when it's like same old shit of like good looking stranger shows up in town. There's some crime. Try to fix the day, you know. Yeah, and I think. Uh, if you could get like uh I don't know if you guys saw Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water awesome. is amazing. No, I've never seen it. But and it, ha- it and No Country are both like their modern day westerns. Like they're the style they're a western movie but based in today. Yeah, and you have I mean what Hell or High Water did, which is like what this movie desperately needed, was you see these badasses like going through towns doing all this shit, and then you see like a complicated scene with his son. You know, yeah. and you like throw that in there in the middle, and that goes from just like a pretty fun, shitty movie to like, all right, these characters have some fucking cool depth to them. And all you needed in this movie was like, maybe make Wyatt Earp kind of a dick, as we have agreed he was kind of a dick. <laughs> well, you know? even, like, have like, just a little bit. Have like two scenes where him and his wife get along really well, and then you care at all about him going after this That's other chick. Yeah, yeah, that's hella real. Right, but I think they were like worried about you having anything but love for Wyatt Earp, right? Because he does some bad shit. So it's like right away you're like, oh, he's a good guy because he didn't fuck that girl the first time he met her. Like, obviously we're in the age of the reboot. This movie's oh. seventy eight on Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> Who are you casting? Just let's just do the the Earp crowd and uh, Doc Holliday. Maybe we don't need brothers because that's like. They literally did nothing in this movie. It's hard to know. I would yeah. probably just do Sam Elliott again. Oh, got to have Sam. <laughs> yeah. can't, can't get rid of him, man. <laughs> he yeah. could be like 80. It doesn't really matter. He's acting pretty similarly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the I'll just say Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday, and then, like, the bad guy is what you really have to cast for. I don't know, like, uh, who, who could play Danny, Danny Trejo as, as the bad cowboy. Oh, yeah. That works. I like that. That was, I'd put Colin Farrell probably as uh, Doc Holliday. That, I like that a lot. All right, yeah, I'm into the that. The Wyatt Earp thing is really the issue. It's like, 
obviously we always say this and it's usually right but like it's got to be the rock right <laughs> <laughs> well they no, did but... say they, so back then back then your average man was about five six so they talk about how he was widely known as a really tall dude at like six foot one mm, so it would be fun yeah. to have someone like the rock just towering over everybody <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the yeah. weird thing about kurt russell is like I agree with you. He's kind of a B actor. Like he has been in, like he is whatever, but he's very much like a movie star still. Oh yeah. Like I couldn't picture another person in any Kurt Russell role besides Kurt Russell. That's like the hardest thing. Yeah. It's like he is playing Kurt Russell every single moment he's on screen because he like has no (laughs) range or character work, but he's like pretty magnetic and plays Kurt Russell pretty well, you know? All we gotta do is keep our eyes on that brass ring, fellas. You're the one, what? Why, Johnny Tyler! Madcap! Doc? Where are you going with that shotgun? I didn't know you was back in town. Well, well. How the hell are you? Wyatt, I am rolling. Morgan? Doc. Virgil. Ooh, Doc. Water. Going into business for ourselves, Doc. Well, I just got us a Pharaoh game. Oh. Since when is Pharaoh a business? Don't you always say that gambling's an honest trade? No, I said poker's an honest trade. Only suckers buck the tiger. The odds are all on the house. Depends on how you look at it. I mean, it's not like anybody's putting a gun to their head now, is it? <laughs> That's what I love about Wyatt. He can talk himself into anything. <laughs> the director forced all real mustaches and real wool clothing and natural lighting, which is crazy, but that's unrelated. And uh, one day while they were filming, it was 115 degrees out in Arizona. And Val Kilmer, that's why everyone's sweating profusely throughout, you know, and it's kind of unexplained, but it, like, fits well. Uh, And Val Kilmer laughed to his co-stars and said, I see why Doc Holliday was always killing people wearing wool in this weather. (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell you, man, I do not believe that Kurt Russell's mustache is real. No, I don't think it is, man. It's allegedly real. I mean, everybody <laughs> else's everybody else's yeah. I could believe, Talk about, but that mustache. Talk about writing your own history, Kurt. <laughs> hey, that mustache is insane. It is like the the thickness of four fingers put together hanging off either side of his face. I like, yeah. I like to believe that Kurt Russell is rewriting that IMDb with fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to the victor goes the spoils. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. History is written by the victors. So I, I fired this director, claimed I directed the movie, claimed my mustache was real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. <laughs> well, it's been a real deal. Uh, good chat with both of y'all. Hell yeah. yeah.